Hello and welcome to the official podcast. There's a lot of podcasts on the internet, but they're all fake imitators. They're for small children and dumb adults. We're here today with the four men that you've grown to know and love and love to grow with. Jackson, Kaya, Charlie, and myself, Andrew. We are also joined with Eric from Internet Comment Etiquette. Why don't you go ahead and give us a rundown on what you do, Eric? What's up, Playboys? Well... Uh, oh shit! Wait, I I was supposed to prepare a statement. Yes, uh, make it up oh, on the spot, fuck, funny man. man. If, you, if you look at the script, you'll see exactly what we we want you to say. Oh, so okay. Read that Eric verbatim. is a soy boy cuck. Who, wait a second, that's not cool, guys. Eric, you wrote the script. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Okay, Eric is a soy boy cuck who teaches people how to leave better comments <laughs> online, uh, ranging from soy boys to. Uh, NSA, he teaches you how to leave proper and respectful comments online. Wow, you guys wrote a good one there. <laughs> it sounds like you're just reading a, a Wikipedia article or really? something. Yeah. It's weird. It was the JFK assassination Wikipedia article. <laughs> so, boys, the easy topic that we can talk about, because all of us seem to have experience with this, it's too fucking hot outside. Let's discuss this. Ooh, I like that. I like that it's topic. It's way too fucking hot outside. Well, let's I go ahead and let the, let's let the superstar take control, because Eric is quite literally in the middle of a wildfire as he's recording yeah. this, according to insider information. I live near the Griffith Observatory, and uh, there's a two-acre fire going on there right now. I just dropped my car off. It's just that you know all this information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Shut up. Well, there's your, you there's your fire report from the man on the field. So if you're out there in Griffith Park, that shit's on fire. You know, confirmed. it really doesn't... I don't get phased by fires here anymore. Like, whenever there's news about a fire, I, like, I walked outside, I saw this giant plume of smoke that was close enough that I could see the intricate details of the cloud moving. Like, wow, it's pretty close. I don't give a shit. Because it happens all the time. And then they just show up and they put it out. What do you mean by all the time? How many fires do you Americans get all each summer? All the time. It's constant. It's like, uh, especially in L.A., for some reason, people, if it's not an arsonist, it's just the sun, and there's okay. like a leaf that happens to be kind of translucent, and the sun just ask, like, shines you, is, through there, it. Is, is there just a bunch of arsonists out there or some shit? Because that's, well, it's super hot over here in Australia, and I don't feel like mm-hmm. fires happen nearly as much as over there. Well, what's the it, average yes. temperature in Australia, Jackson? Because isn't that a really hot climate in general? Yeah, like 30, 35. In America Celsius. units, please. I don't know American <laughs> units. So. Fuck, I'll it's actually hot. have to convert this. That's, that's, like, <laughs> that's like semi that's like semi regular. I, I guess Pretty that's hot. more an extreme end, yeah. According but, um, to you guys. Oh, so like 93 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, that's like, that's like the average during summer. You, it, yeah. it can get up to like. I think 43. Like, there was a day I was working last year where it got wow. to 43 degrees Celsius. And That's that 109 hell. degrees Fahrenheit for all you actual patriotic listeners out there. God damn. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, we uh, Los Angeles is known for manufacturing um, magnifying lenses. <laughs> so it's... Oh, yes. <laughs> really? Out of everything Los Angeles around. is known for, they're known around. for magnifying yeah. lenses. Right, it's like, like uh, New York. I feel like pizza. there's just a bunch of little children trying to burn ants, accidentally setting off these wildfires. Well, in Australia, don't you guys have ants that like are big enough to eat entire trees? Uh, you talking about the natives? <laughs> I don't think he was calling <laughs> yes. a whole race the original, of people ants. The original <laughs> inhabitants of Australia, giant ants. 
<laughs> probably. It's probably giant, like yeah. a, a folklore thing. Giant How long ants. did you guys theme We've, those things? You, 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 guys had, you guys had the same <laughs> kind of ants over there, I think. Like fire ants and shit like that. Whatever you want to call right. it. Taming. Yeah, they're probably like, Yeah. It's wishy-washy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a whole gray area. I think the big difference, though, with uh, Australia and LA with the wildfires is uh, LA has like this huge drought, so everything's extremely flammable. Like if somebody farted like with a real hot steam of gas, you could probably ignite like a bush somewhere. Oh, you want to talk about droughts? Do you, Charlie? <laughs> you know, coming from Turkey, I remember this one really bad summer where in Ankara, which is the capital city of Turkey, one summer long. For several, I don't even know, weeks, I think, nobody had water. People were beating each other up, killing each other around those decorative fountains for those two <laughs> bits of water, just murky waters that ran down them. The very next, because, you know, all the dams and such, they were just empty, absolutely dry. And I figured, well, you know what, the Turkish people, they might learn from this. They're never gonna waste water again. Nah. Nah, weeks later, Turkish people love doing this thing where they just hose down a sidewalk <laughs> instead of just... It's a Turkish slip and slide. Yeah. It's not even a slip and slide, it's literally just there's like two leaves on this boardwalk. Instead of getting the broom and sweeping them aside, I'm gonna hose it all down. So, Kaya, was it like the scene in Mad Max where a Morton Joe is d- piling all the water on the people down below? And it's just Aridan with the water supply. Basically, but instead of feeding, you know, famished people, imagine if you only did that to get rid of like four leaves on the floor. <laughs> oh, That's I thought it. It was have a like clean a... driveway. I thought you meant it was like an alpha move. Like you show your neighbor, like, hey, fuck you, I can afford all this water. Well, it's not an alpha move when you are also fighting around the decorative fountains for water at the end of the day. You know, you're also starving for water. So it's like the kid who throws his shoe at you and then goes, can I have that back? It's like, I don't even know, it's just the species of You didn't have that in elementary school? You never had that in elementary school? You would take your shoe off and throw it at someone and then say, can I have that back, please? Did you ever give it played? It was a very hard and fast school. Not so How many times did you give the shoe back? Guy. I don't think you moved around from school to school, but no, Turks just don't <laughs> learn, man. You'd expect them to learn. You'd figure that when people start dying of thirst, <laughs> that the light bulb would go on in their heads, but nah. I guess not. Yeah, you gotta I get your figured, sidewalk clean. Whatever. Yeah, you know, you got. I gotta clean my car. What the fuck do you want me to do? Brush it? No, I just gotta yeah. hose it off You just got a, a broom you gotta wash. I don't think that's exclusively a Turkish thing. I see that shit all the time when, like, after a drought, people just completely forget about, like, the hardships that entailed during that and go back to wasting water. It's fucking nuts. It's pretty common. Well, in Turkey, waste is kind of, like, synonymous with the culture. Like, uh, they have shotgun weddings where they just empty hundreds (laughs) upon hundreds of rounds into the ground. Oh, I love those videos so much. I love those yeah. fucking videos where they have a party and one of the activities is literally everyone gets in a big circle and fires AK-47s into the yeah. air for about a solid hour. Actually, I want to yeah. get to one of those parties. Eric might not know. Eric, do you know Turkish slash, like, Kurdish weddings? Wait, do they... You're saying they shoot shotguns into the ground? You like, know jugglers, yeah. right? attacked right? in a Tremors movie? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, imagine if instead of... Like, imagine a juggler with nine pins, but instead of pins, it's shotguns, and he's continuously shooting them in every direction. 
Oh, Kaya, is that where that video comes from of that guy during the protest who's whipping a shotgun around and just shooting it in, like, windows and shit? Do you remember that what? video? He's got, it's a guy, he's got, like, no shirt on and he's wearing jeans at a protest and he's just spinning a shotgun around in his arms and, like, shooting it into the ground and in some windows and shit. He's, like, sure twirling it like a, a baton while it's going sure off. Are you sure that's not just a wedding video? <laughs> oh, no. It's it's a, a, is that not a battle video? No, it's it's just like some dudes marching in the street, and he's in the front, and he's twirling a full shotgun like a baton, but he yeah. stops it every second to just shoot it into, like, the ground or some that's windows bad. nearby or shit. <laughs> yeah, but, Andrew, the crazy thing, that's, like, a, not a unique video. It's a real thing. I don't... What's it called in Turkey Kai? It has a name. Like, it has an actual title. Not just a normal wedding. It's a shotgun wedding, but it has, like, a title. And no, the whole, not that I know. It's just I don't know, man. Just uh, people in I the went down a rabbit tradition. The east, usually <laughs> in the eastern parts of Turkey, there where it's more mixed Turkish Kurdish people. They love doing that sort of stuff. Eric, I think that should be the next round of videos you make comments on, teaching them how to properly celebrate with good comments in their videos with the shotguns and shit. It's a fascinating, fascinating. I, it sounds like I have a, a very well educated guide to take me through that confusing <laughs> world of shotgun twirling. Oh, it's is it, is it loaded it. with blanks? No. no. Yeah. Like, you the pussies? No, come on. Who are you <laughs> talking about most, here? Why not? That's the most western soy boy thing you've said so far. <laughs> with blanks. Look, Look at they they at you with the they, eastern soy boy thing. They couldn't possibly be using live rounds, could they? No. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, I, what the fuck no, it's like is it. going on Eric, here? You, you think know, we value life? <laughs> There's a, typically a, like a lot of deaths at these things, but it's always considered just part of the experience. Eric, you know how as a kid you had toys? Well, okay, so Turks don't <laughs> yeah. have toys. They have guns. That's really uh, how it works. Basically. I see, I see. There's this thing, this um, is phenomenon, it's not a phenomenon, it's just, just accepted reality of Turkish weddings. <laughs> it's called Maganda Kurshunu. Translated, it means basically redneck bullet. And it's when these guys, they just take out their handguns and they start firing into the air. And they don't have the necessary <laughs> IQ to understand that what goes up has to come down. They forget that those bullets have to land somewhere. And every once is in a while, those bullets just land in some four-year-old skull and it makes oh, the God. news like a four-year-old died at a wedding yeah. today when a redneck bullet hit him in the head. Turning the four in just... Turkey is like one of the most stressful things ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sounds like it. These weddings are considered dull affairs yeah. if there's not at least one death. It's like, <laughs> hey, buddy, you're four now. We're keeping you inside for a year. <laughs> you know, nah, there's nah, a, there's nah, a wedding nah. ten miles away. We can't go outside today, family. Yeah. Not not in Turkey, though. It's, oh, there's a wedding outside. All right, who's our youngest? He has to go out and get the water now. No, it's, hey, you're three, son. You're good. Son, you're four now. He's your first gun. A aim it up. Not, not that high. No, not that high. If you're you going to miss people. You're, here's your four. first gun, and if you're really good, you get your second one tomorrow. <laughs> you just have to shoot the bullets out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you hit your neighbor, don't worry about it. He knew it was coming. Well, he should be shooting up, too. Don't ever be worried about hitting someone. They'll be shooting a gun, too. Right. That's how people have gunfights in Turkey. They just shoot straight up and, and guessing where it'll come down on their enemy. That sounds like a new sport. It sounds like a worms that, game. That sounds like it's an like amazing sport. A parcel. No, but think about it. You do, like, archery. Take archery at the Olympics, but everyone fires straight up a, like, volley of arrows, and you have to dodge them in a field. That sounds fucking cool. I'd <laughs> yeah. play oh, that. That's so cool. Well, 
It was literally a game on mini clip. Don't you guys remember Bowman one and two? Oh, yeah, fair, yeah. Enough. Yeah. fair enough. Was that the moment you have to shoot the apple off the head? It's a it's a website where you play a bunch of flash games. Where you it play was from, Bowman. Yeah, it was from like the early two thousands. It was big in like two thousand four. Addicting games in mini clip, and they had this series called Bowman. That's fundamentally what Andrew was just saying. But I want to do it in real life. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, yeah. Go to that's what lawn darts are, right? Oh, you guys lawn have lawn darts? darts? Oh, well, I mean, what? everyone had lawn darts, and then people realized what lawn darts were, and now no one yeah. has lawn darts. Lawn darts was what definitely invented darts? by a Turkish guy. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys don't know what lawn darts are? Eric, no, why, don't you fill lawn him, why don't you fill him in on the brilliant home game of lawn darts? Well, well I want to do so it justice, so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I get it right, but it's a lot like what they do at Turkish weddings, but it, it's all children, and uh, it's more like just gigantic darts with metal tips. That you throw up and try to hit it into yeah. a target, yeah. you're knowing yeah. it'll come down. You're like was, trying yeah. to guess where it'll come down. It was a game where you would you would get these darts, big fat heavy darts with metal pointed tips, and you would get a little scoreboard you'd put on the floor, and you went, "Okay, I'm going to launch it in the air and hope it lands on the point values." And it was marketed directly for kids, which means, of course, kids would get fucking stabbed and throw them at each right. other. <laughs> you're you're encouraging children to throw giant, giant darts. Just straight up, and see what happens. Well, you know, so, with with what, pointed jagged metal tips. Yeah, they're supposed to like pierce through the ground, so they're like steak tents, but super sharp. Yeah, I'd rather have that than up. what was the Tide Pods. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Tide Pod deaths. That was a much. That, more, I mean, that uh, is the difference with this. You were having shielded. some harmless fun with Tide Pods. You just what? What are you trying to accomplish? Tide with Pods the darts, was at least a, you can a little write more it subtle. off. As an accident. Like, yeah, Timmy got hit in the eye, now he's blind. It's kind of cool, you, you know? He's sort <laughs> of a think... badass, but with a Tide Pod, your kid just ate it and melted his esophagus, he's just dead. Yeah. That ain't cool. I have a I have a theory that Tide Pods were invented by a serial killer to make them appealing to children. Like, this guy, he just wasn't killing enough kids. And he's like, fuck! Gotta get my number. Wait a second. Wait, I work for Tide. What do kids love doing? Laundry. I'm going to make this shit look like candy. Yeah. And then have he's you, the one who started it. Uh, have you seen that because of all that now, the new Tide Pods, Tide Pods and competitor commercials, they have a big fat warning at the bottom that says do not eat, and it never yeah. leaves the screen for the entire ad. But it looks like a hot well, dog. Well, that's just going to make people want to eat it more. <laughs> yeah, it's reverse oh, psychology. It's a challenge now. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be some 14-year-old emo going, like, fuck you, mom, it's not a phase, I love Tide Pods. <laughs> it's not a phase. You know, he's, that, been, he's been eating them nonstop. I want to see the man who, like, in thirty years, goes, "Oh, I'm, I never grew out of Tide Pods. I love it." <laughs> so we're sitting in the year two thousand forty-eight, and you see this old man making videos of him just eating Tide Pods. It's still cool, guys. My strange addiction. Yes, yeah, there something. is a an account of somebody who ate one of them, and it it did like empty him out, right? Like it just burned. Oh yeah, inside. Yeah, no, it's oh not my good. god, really. Wow. I didn't realize that that would actually happen when you ate them. When the whole Tide Pod thing first started, I was like, oh, a bunch of people are going to eat those, and they're going to feel real sorry, like in a cute it's way. Not, it's, not, no. it's not even just when you ate them, isn't it? When you put it in your mouth, the reaction is so bad, it burns your mouth. Yeah. Just, just putting it in your mouth is damaged enough. Why'd they swallow? They're like, oh, i got to get rid of this somehow. I'll swallow it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the people who eat super hot Only peppers. one way this can go. It's just a trend. It's just a trend. I don't think there's anyone that was like, I, I love eating these. Like, I don't think there's going to be that 30-year-old Tide Pod eating enthusiast anywhere in the world. It's just, here's a trend. Cool kids are doing this. I'll eat a Tide Pod. The deaths were yeah. caused from, uh, 
uh, lung lung stuff because it would burn their lungs, the lung lining. They they, inha- they inhale it a bit yeah. too much. They just yeah. died. People actually died. Yeah, no, people died because. Uh, Are you what, sure? Yeah, what would happen is when you ate a Tide Pod, it burned your esophagus and shit. Yeah, and make your tummy hurt a little bit. But if you got really unlucky and it went down the wrong pipe, you know that we've all kind of succumbed to at some point. You would burn the fuck out of your lung lining and you would you could die. It's so difficult. What the, did they do? Burn it in a bong? How does that happen? Well, what if you're swallowing and you accidentally like choke? I mean, like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I do that with pizza. Yeah, yeah exactly. I swallowed I, my tight pod. Explain that to the doctor. <laughs> I mean, everyone's I everyone's had it go down the wrong pipe at some point. It's yeah. just if you got really unlucky while you were doing your retarded Tide Pod challenge, then you you'd really suffer. Yo, I'm wondering, is this tastes fucking awesome? Is this the just natural selection that it's like? Working as intended, do you think? Bro, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I feel like the YouTube fads, well, not even YouTube, but internet fads and trends in general are really geared towards, like, let's weed out natural selection. They're made by the Illuminati to really get rid of some <laughs> dumb people. I've been thinking about it. You got the hot was, coil challenge. That was on the come up oh, for a little bit. Oh, don't ever diss the hot coil challenge, I was just about though. to bring that up. The, the, the hot best coil challenge. challenge. Yeah, How did the hot kill you again? The, the hot color challenge is the best one though because it's simplicity. Like with Tide Pods, you're like, oh, it looks colorful and delicious. Okay, fine. With the yeah. peppers, oh, you can eat peppers; they're edible. Cinnamon, oh, you can eat cinnamon. The hot coil challenge, I there is no argument for it, and that's why I love it so much. You have to be a true man to do the hot coil challenge. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> All right, a true a true dumbass to do the hot coil challenge. Wait, what were the what was the specifics of that one again? I you remember slam your hand on the hot coil. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole thing. Oh, touch stove. <laughs> you know the archetypical gotcha. example of teaching a child consequences, where where you say sometimes you got you have to just let the child touch the hot stove so he learns that fire is bad. These people somehow took that as a challenge. Like, no, I'm not gonna learn it's bad. I'm gonna put my arm in there. I'm oh, gonna I'm gonna prove it's not. <laughs> so yeah. good. In Turkey, you just shoot at that kid. <laughs> say, 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 you shoot say slightly that above that kid and then Eric, but there's actual news that. articles of people shooting at the sun because it was just too hot uh, I might a- I might do that like just to feel better you know like as a therapeutic thing I don't know what the fuck they're <laughs> I know thinking it's not like, hit what it. are you like John Wick what sort of a revenge yeah. fantasy is this like oh you're sending too many UV rays on my way I'm gonna think, kill you Imagine if that actually fucking worked and just broke the sun or some shit. <laughs> yeah, imagine it. if Turkey's now in perpetual darkness. Well, what if it was like GTA and it made the sun get bigger? <laughs> was that the moon? Yeah, the yeah, moon that was would the get moon. bigger if you sniped yeah. at it, I think. Oh, I oh was remember. that Vice City? No. Which yeah, one was I it? think so. I don't know. I think Vice, I think Vice City, City started it. Dude, yeah. imagine. I, I, I could honestly see Turks somehow doing this, and then NASA has to like go up there in a billion-dollar mission. Elon Musk has to fund it out of his pocket, <laughs> so they have to fix a hole in the sun, like some sort of an ozone layer hole. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you know, the God. Turks, they put a fucking 45er in the sun. What are we going to do? Son of a bitch. They put Kevlar on the sun, just a giant mesh. <laughs> yeah, right, just shield. right. <laughs> oh, God. Turkey launches uh, well, all its nukes at the sun. What I'm wondering, though, is where they're going to get all the materials. Such as, I mean, if you're going to make a bulletproof vest for the sun, give it a riot shield, you're going to need a shitload of materials. That's why they should probably use coupons. Mm, and shopping. Make it affordable. Exactly, for those materials. And if you love coupons and saving money, you will love honey. That's right. It's coming. The biggest shopping day in the universe. Yeah, Amazon Prime Day. You know that one. There's a lot of savings to be had, and you can get those savings 
with Honey. Whenever you shop on Amazon, Honey searches every last one of Amazon's 2 million plus sellers to make sure you get the lowest price possible. Jackson, I know that you buy a dick load of stuff on Amazon. What was the (laughs) last thing you bought with Honey? Uh, last thing I bought with Honey, because I do this each time Honey uh, sponsors us, I go I, I go out and buy something and use Honey to save money. I bought Secret Hitler, the board game, on Honey, and I saved $4, I think. So thank you, Honey, hmm. for saving me money and giving me a really good board game. Jackson saved $4 for free! It's two clicks to install, prepares you for the best Amazon Prime Day ever. You can start today, Prime Day, any day, every day. By getting Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash official. That's joinhoney.com slash official. Eric, do you enjoy eating honey? I have tried to buy things with honey before, like the substance that bees make. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you guys are talking about something different. We are. Yes. We are talking because about I money. was not able to finalize the transaction using nothing but bees honey. Well, that's so, what this honey's for. So go to joinhoney.com slash official. Can don't, I buy more honey, honey with your, that account? Don't jam honey into your USB ports. That's Don't do that, but go to joinhoney.com slash official. That, that could be the new internet challenge. <laughs> yeah, try to gunk up your computer and then make a video before it goes down. I wish. <laughs> That'd I be wish. good. That'd be pretty good. Well, like my computer's that. honey-cooled. That'd be kind of interesting, actually. Take like <laughs> take the uh, <laughs> honey-cooled. Take the uh, take your computer. This is a new challenge. I'll issue it to anyone listening. Take your computer, take your motherboard out, and just cover it in honey or some substance. You can use jam, maybe peanut butter, and then you have to make a YouTube video and put it up before your computer stops working. It'll still play Fortnite. Exactly. You'd have to but do it before I'm taking saying... the motherboard out. Just open the case and like pour honey onto it because otherwise it's going to be too difficult to stick back in. Just, right. just waterboard your fucking computer with honey and see how long you can go. I hear Honey's an excellent conductor. Well, I just I just want to see what happens. Like, maybe some people are like, yeah, my USB port shut down, but I was able to use my touchpad and get it a up. A bunch of bees are going to fuck your RAM. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> yeah, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Too. You got to save yeah. the bees, dude. Yeah, man. You got to computer I don't know what it is about my apartment, beehive. but it's some sort of a death trap for bees. I've been picking up bees from my floor nonstop. Just a bu- it's just a graveyard. I don't know why. <laughs> what the hell's killing bees in your yeah. apartment? Huh? How are they getting in? What do you mean? How did they get in? It's not just four walls. It's not a prison. There's you might a have window. a gas leak, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They just got it. it. I just, oh. just get a canary. But I'm saying maybe you got like a bee nest like really close to your apartment or something. <laughs> mean a hive. Every time, hive, every time you reveal more information about your living conditions, Kai, I get more and more concerned. <laughs> what do you mean? It sounds like you live in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> what have I revealed before? Well, the last time we were here, well, the computer you work on, Eric, I'll, I'll oh, fill yeah. you in. Kaya's computer is literally like a screen that you would find at like a Goodwill, like in the back room <laughs> that they were about to demolish, oh, refurbished yeah. with like yeah. an old 1988 Mac keyboard. It's just mm-hmm. a typewriter and, that prints out the ASCII of what's going on on the screen. Yeah. Basically, it is all kind of jerry-rigged. I'm not going to lie, that's could, true. Uh... He could not get through literally more than, I think, an hour of recording without his laptop just shutting down. <laughs> Which makes for good podcasting. It's not even exaggeration. I think, what was it, we did four episodes in a row where you shut down at some point? <laughs> that's why That's why Andrew records the whole calls now, just in case Kaya goes down again. It shut down six times in a row once. It's fucking great. 
I don't know why even just temporarily you don't just go out and buy like a you know, $200 ebook or something just to have. I don't know, man. It's kind of tempting, but at the same time, I feel like I should just save up and get something proper at the end of the day, you know? There's also so the true. upcoming expense of the travels. I don't know, but... You know, the thing is, this is also a Turkish company that made this fucking laptop, so there you go. Turks... I wish you guys spoke Turkish or if there was, like, subtitles. There's a new video going around in the Turkish circles these days. It's this animation that the government made, and it's called... I don't know, what is that game, like, Cyberpunk 2077? It's something yeah, called, like, yeah. Turkey 2071. And it's basically the government's idea, this propaganda of what Turkey is gonna look like in 2071. Oh, where I love apparently, that Yeah, where apparently we're the world's third biggest economy, because for some reason, even in the propaganda, we cannot aim for first place. Somehow they're just staying realistic. <laughs> even in this fucking fantasy scenario, where we're the uber-chad, we're still only third. And this is yeah, and you're only third because the United States has been destroyed by that year. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know who the other two superpowers are. What, it's well, what basically it us like? and the, uh, sorry, the European Union is begging Turkey to join them. They have this whole... It's such shitty animation, too, but they have... It's like those Mickey Mouse animations on YouTube, on those obscure channels, and some guy from the European Union is just talking to some Turkish ambassador, go, we've met all your requirements, sir. Will Turkey now please join the European Union? <laughs> and Turkey's like, I don't know. We can talk about this later. And then some Turkish pilot literally just invents quantum physics and some <laughs> nuclear bomb... Uh, God, Turkey sounds like such a trip. It sounds I kind of want to hang on. Your government made this? Yes, the government made this, and it's just this... Can you send me a link have this, this one? I want to see this. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> remind yeah, me after the recording, I'll send it, you yeah, a link. put it in the general, I want to check it out too. And it's just this... It's just, They have this great technology that they came up with, I guess, in the cartoon writing room, where... The Turks have a spaceship that is powered by nuclear bombs. <laughs> it's it's not even a rocket. It's just they detonate a nuke under it and it launches it into space. That's it. That's literally it. You guessed it. <laughs> They're in space. And this guy, he's sitting in the rocket in, in the spaceship. And he says, all right, engage whatever the fuck. And the spaceship poops out a little nuclear bomb behind the spaceship, and it explodes, and it accelerates the spaceship. That's it. Oh my god. That's you know why that would never work? a space station like the ISS, except it's called the Erdogan Orbit Station or something no. like that, which is awesome. Come on! <laughs> you can't be serious. No, poke holes why, why in would it, it never work? Yeah, poke holes in it. That's what I thought. As soon as, as, soon now, as the I got... Turkish guys get into space, they would start shooting their guns off into the sky. Yes. <laughs> would suck them out of the cockpit. Literally, as soon as they see it in orbit, they'd say, this goes against God and start firing at it. Just, just to give just you some fucking perspective. We're the people who, during Ramadan, people will call up these religious clerics on TV and ask them if chewing gum is haram. Right? Like, the kind of people who... Is it? Oh, I was swimming... And water got in my trunks. Is that haram during Ramadan? Like, that's the people we are. And they're dreaming about Kaya. going to space and dominating the planet in 50 years Kaya, from now. Kaya, I want to I visit Turkey, but while I'm there, <laughs> say like three days, I just want to live. Like, I, I want to watch your news 
I want to watch your news, watch TV, read your newspapers, walk, just walk down the street. I don't want to do any vacation or tourist shit. I just want to sit around and watch Turkey be Turkey. There is no vacation or tourist shit, even if you wanted to. Tourism died in Turkey in the last five years. What would you have to look, like like, a, to look like a tourist? Tourism used to be, I don't know, a big chunk. A big chunk yeah, of Turkey. Yeah, tourism used to be huge to Turkey, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, because Turkey, yeah. It, it, I don't know if it still does, but it used to have these beautiful uh, beaches and shit. Like, uh, plenty of cities, beautiful, you know, scenery, sea, the beaches and such, but, you know, it turns out that foreigners don't appreciate being at the threat of death all the time while they're just sunbathing. Pussies. Yeah, pussies. <laughs> yeah you think. But about about the animation, you said you can't be serious. Yeah, that's what I thought. I... I don't want to dox anybody, so I'm not going to say exactly who, but I know people who worked for the government in the higher positions, and he explicitly told me, nah, dude, they're actually proud of this. They really, wow. they do believe this. They commissioned Pixar to make it. <laughs> I figured maybe it's a rich guy, you know, maybe some rich guy made it just to suck up to the government. It's like, hey, look at this animation that I kickstarted. Isn't this cool? It's making us look cool, right? But no, it's an actual government project. Hey, you need to make a better one. Well, yeah, this could <laughs> yeah, be a chance. I think the door's been open Do it. Oh, yeah, that'll be great. Oh, yeah, that, Just... that's what I'll do, is be the fucking, the, the dissident who makes Turkey look realistic, and then I never get hurt from <laughs> no, it again. Just, just come up with a crazy band. futuristic vision. Yeah, we'll just make, like, the yeah. Erdogan Avengers or something. Yeah, yeah make, like, 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 make oh, them the Power man. Rangers, but based on Erdogan. Yeah, Turkey <laughs> invents, like, a mech. Like, you just have a giant mech walking around. Yeah. Shaped like Erdogan, <laughs> just walking around Turkey and being magnificent. These are all great. Like your neighboring country and just punches it. These are all great ways to get Kaya yeah. arrested and thrown in jail forever. Yeah, the, whole, the whole plot is a giant Erdogan mech just rises up and punches the European Fucking Union into the here's, here's the future. Black Van is going to pull up to my apartment and my mom's and just gonna, <laughs> we're going to disappear. It, they're going to go all Stalin on us and like edit us no, we'll out of you. photos. Well, All of a sudden, my yeah, mom's yeah, gonna be covered. Don't worry. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> Jackson doesn't want to hear it. I already bought my ticket. <laughs> well, to kind of switch gears here, Eric, there's a question I've been meaning to toss your way. So, doing a lot of the internet comment realm stuff, there's a lot of hurtful things on comments, as we're all oh. well aware. Has there been anything that's really gotten under your skin that you still remember and still haunts your boners to this day? Under my skin? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's impossible to avoid because you just have a mountain of people trying to do that. So every now and then, daggers are going to get through. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's... You guys all know what I mean. Like, it's, there's always going to be something where you're like, Oh, oh, that guy. Oh, fuck. How do you find that? Um, like, I think the thing that pisses me off the most is when people say that I'm running out of ideas. Mm. And I, I picked a pretty safe one there because I'm okay with that being spammed. After people hear that, <laughs> you say that. Oh, I see. Okay, you're, you're playing uh, uh, a little defensive yeah. here. Uh, but, but that one, that one is annoying. I'm like, every time I read that, I'm like, hey, you know what, man? Fuck you. I don't have much of a fair. comeback to it. Is Just there a? <laughs> it's it's a frustrating <laughs> it's a frustrating thing to hear. Because is there one that you're gonna think to, of that uh, the next time you make something? Is there one that really used to get to you that doesn't bother you anymore? I don't know. I mean, I've always had to stay pretty, like, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen about comments. So I've kind of let everything just kind of be what it is. Mm -hmm. um, well, like I want to I want to practice what I 
preach in that I'm leaving comments that are pretty fucking ridiculous. And uh, if I let stuff get to me, I might not be being my uh, best teacher self in that instance. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, that's, that's totally fair. So there's nothing you can think of like, you know, one comment in particular, maybe like a, a comment verbatim that really like affected you or anything like that. You always just kind of brush them off. If there was, if there was a comment that like stabbed into my soul and that kept me up at night, I would have put it in a video by now. Because it <laughs> would have been given yeah, the well, say on it. It just would have been like, holy shit. It would have had to have been something crazy. But uh no, I mean the things that, that piss me off are much different than the things that like get to me. Like things that piss me off are, are just like, Oh, you didn't get the joke. Fuck. Ah, you yeah. didn't get the joke. Like that annoys me. Uh because it makes me think that maybe I didn't do a good enough job creating the joke. Yeah, okay. Well, that one's totally understandable, as opposed to, like, this guy's got a micro dick in the comments or something. That's fair. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, you Is know. what worries you? I'll take it. Yeah, yeah that's the one I'm always that's, worried that's about. That's my They're doctor. insulting my penis. My doctor keeps posting that. He's That pisses me <laughs> off, but hey, you know. <laughs> he gives you a diagnosis in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, how if... I get, that's how I get my blood work. You're still sad for came back. <laughs> Fortunately, it's a channel oh. comment. You have low blood count, pussy. Low oh, blood can, count. Can you imagine, like, if a doctor was into roasting? Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> low blood count. You have gonorrhea, and you're running out of ideas. You're running out of you blood. You have no blood. <laughs> Where'd he go, doctor? Oh, I don't know. Uh, probably not really your penis, blood, pussy. Like... Got him. Yeah. Then he high-fives another doctor who's typing for him. <laughs> Wasn't that like a big thing recently? Uh, speaking of doctors, did you guys see about that one doctor who, while operating, used to like bust it wide open for Twitter videos, like during surgery, and she ended up like really kind of fucking up a lot of people? Yeah, the one who twerked around, you mean? Mm hmm. The twerking yeah, yeah, yeah. surgeon. She, do that, she was watching the patient to the music? Yeah, so she would f- have her nurses film videos as she was like twerking while doing surgery. What the It was like fuck supposed is... to be a music video. Dude, there was that bitch. There was a guy who would slap his patients on the ass. Well, I yeah, look at this little yeah. piggy. And then there was the guy who would leave his signature on his patients' organs. Like, would literally carve yeah, his yeah. name into their organs. Bunch of them are sick fucks. You know, Charlie, I, know. I, I wasn't going to believe you on this twerking doctor thing, but then I found out it happened in Atlanta, and now I completely believe it. Oh, yeah, no, that was a, it was a crazy thing. Her, like, I saw a lot of the videos. Like, she fucking sucks at dancing, too, but... It's really dangerous. There was more doing. to it too. I feel. I, I think she left somebody brain dead. She did. Really? That was a. That's what got her. That's what's got her in the lawsuit right now. Is that person is suing oh, no. her for damages? Wait, the brain they, dead man. How is they suing gonna, her? Yeah. How are they going to sue if he's brain dead? Well, no, no, no. She's not actually. Oh. The person's not actually brain dead, but they have a lot of. Well, mental that doesn't problems. sound like a very strong case then. Oh. Well, it's it is because they have like a lot of mental deficiencies as a result of the surgery, and you can watch oh, their this. surgery on the videos where she is dancing <laughs> while doing the surgery. Pretty strong case. It's <laughs> fucked up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, everybody's I mean, got to have oh. a gimmick. Like, I, I, I've heard of surgeons <laughs> using music while they operate to concentrate, but fuck, oh, it's fuck. seven levels beyond that. God damn. It's not just let me put on some classical music so I can concentrate and keep my hands steady. It just let me yeah. bust out the party balloons. Yeah, really. <laughs> while I bust some move you, on this Do you bitch. think she planned for this? She bought, like, a banner and it says, I killed someone today. 
She's like, this guy's gonna fucking die in the video and shit. Dude, I, was, you... I was trying to find her response, but she hasn't even acknowledged that she ever did it. It's like she's trying <laughs> to forget that she used to post those videos under the name well, of, like, Dr. Twerk or something. Keep, well, keep in mind, if she's <laughs> under legal threat, she's probably not allowed to talk about it. Mm, yeah, oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I'm totally allowed to talk about Lisa mattresses. Celebrate July 4th. With a premium phone mattress designed, assembled, and manufactured in the USA. Now, I know immediately all of you sharp-eared, wonderful people out there are saying, but Andrew, July 4th was like seven years ago. No, it's not, because the sale is still going on. That's right. There's a 4th of July sale at Lisa. You can get $160 off of a Lisa mattress, but you got to act fast because the sale won't last long. If it- Lisa mattresses, man. Listen, they plant trees. They give the homeless mattresses. They're pretty fucking cool, all right? You don't need to know a whole lot more than that. They're cool mattresses. You can go to lisa.com slash official. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash official, and you can get up to $160 off their mattresses if you use our URL, which is slash official, as it is with every other thing. I mean, that's about it, man. Get your mattress. Yeah. I had a run-in with Lisa mattresses once. Oh, really? Eric, was it positive? Uh, yeah, do you want to fill us in? And if it's positive, do you want to shut up? <laughs> no, it's, it's totally positive. Uh, I was walking up the street. I was visiting uh, Turkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that one does. Dodging bullets. And then... Well, I yeah, I was looking down for a second, because one had just landed next to me. And then, like, a whole bunch of them hit me at the same time. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. And I, I wandered into this Lisa mattress, and they were so nice to me. They they hooked it up. They gave me water. They gave me a nice deal. I found a really nice mattress. They let me lay down for a little bit. Um, I died. My <laughs> ghost escaped my body. And they brought out a shaman who was able to go into the, the ethereal realm and uh, conjure my ghost back into my body where a doctor was already working on me. And, uh, you know, I walked out of there really happy. So. Maybe you really did go to Turkey. That sounded authentic. You know, yeah. shamans, yeah. you fucking bigot. We have mulas. In <laughs> wait, mulas? Mulan? Wait, he was also visiting. Aren't a what? lot of the religious prophets there for cash and for money, Kaya? No comment. They're also not so, prophets. <laughs> so on top of that, wait, they have the audacity to call themselves mulas? What's up? Really? What, what, Do they have pre- that word? Are there underlings so called dollars? Like, I just, I don't see... Oh, uh, Moolah. I Dollars? It. No, it's Moolah. 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 L-A-H. Lots of money. Oh, I thought you were talking about the shaman thing. I thought no, no, it's a... Shaman oh. It's a Muslim religious authority, basically. It's like an imam. Oh, no oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, in some of those backwater countries where, you know, when they get their hands on a gay guy, they'll stone him to death. It's usually the Talmullah who makes that decision. Oh. Or, you know, they'll find some 14-year-old girl who maybe, I don't know... Sh- she had her period without a license or something, and they'll condemn her right, to a hundred sure. lashes. Yeah, she was she was raped, so she has to be stoned to death. Was Basically. any of this stuff in the 2071 commercial? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they, they started. Had they figured any of that out? You think they could ever spin that in a positive no. light? Like, they could show a propaganda video where the girl who's getting stoned is just smiling really wide, and she's like, I love this! It's so great! But, oh, yeah, I don't want her to appear happy. Oh, wait, really? Of course, dude, Iran, Afghanistan, they had those cartoons where they tried to make a look. Look up Hamas's cartoons. It's called, um, motherfucker, Farfur the Mouse. And it's basically oh, yeah. just this Mickey Mouse ripoff that teaches 
Palestinian children that their number one Tomorrow's joy pioneers. in life needs to be that, uh, you know, they have to kill Israeli children, basically. It's just Yeah, that. Tomorrow's it's Pioneers Mouse. is the show. I remember this shit. I, yeah, I, yeah. I looked into this a while And then they back. killed off Mickey Mouse. Or yeah, he dies the at mouse. the end. Oh my god. Yeah, and the way he dies is a Jew comes in and he steals Farfur's land or something. And Farfur says, no, it's my dad's land. And then the Jews beat him up and shank him. And then there's oh. this four-year-old little girl in a headscarf who goes, they killed Farfur, you must avenge him with jihad. Yeah. Whoa. Holy That's shit. A kid's joke. It, it started out with the idea that it would be a way to explain to the kids the wartime environment. Like, oh, I see my friend get blown up at the beach, or there's a shooting in my town. How do I explain this to children? But then it just turned into like, oh, in all cases, you should instigate jihad. It's not even it's that fucking wild. It's, it's really not even that vague. Up. It's literally... The only way to avenge our ancestors is to sate the earth with the blood of the Jews. Yeah, it's also it's incredibly anti-Semitic. Wow, Dude, that sounds I, fucking insane. I remember going on a rabbit hole yeah, on this. I found it fucking fascinating. Yeah. That's the name I know under. It's far for the mouse. Like, most episodes I, are on YouTube. Like if I could, if I could just read a quick synopsis, it's only a sentence long describing the season two finale. A Saud, who I assume is a character name, is gravely injured during the Israeli attacks on Gaza during the 2008 Israeli-Gaza conflict. He succumbs to his injuries and dies in the hospital. That's it. That's the entire episode summary. Good lord. <laughs> it's a setup. It's like 24. Now Jack yeah. Bauer, whatever the Palestinian equivalent of Jack yeah. Bauer is, has to go back and spill some Jewish blood. Wow, it's so live fucked action up. Version. It's so fucked up. There's an episode I remember where two kids are discussing um, like the merits of learning English and Hebrew. And at one point they just reveal the reason they're learning Hebrew is they want to learn the language of their enemies and how to find their contacts. Yeah. It's so fucked up. The great that thing is, is after Farfour died, the mouse. And it's a kid's show. They Yo, figured, are there like Rotten Tomatoes yeah, ratings dude, for this it's show? a kid's show. And kids <laughs> used to call in. You know how, I don't know if you guys had this, the Hugo the Goblin or whatever it used to be. It was this kid <laughs> show on most in the... <laughs> No, I, I don't think. Did you in have a goblin following you around? I don't think we no. had Hugo. No, this was a thing in Europe and in <laughs> Turkey as well. It was called Hugo the Troll or something, and it used to be oh, this kid show where people. Oh, who, could Hugo! Call yeah, we in. had that. Yeah, yeah. No, they could call in and like talk to the host and such. And Farfour used to do the same thing. Like these little kids would call and be like, "Farfour, I love you. What can I do for the cause of jihad?" And it would always be, you can put your body on the line, no matter if it's bullets or, you know, shanks. You can always give your blood and kill the Jews, basically. It was never like, Kelly needs a party. <laughs> no, no, it's never Kelly needs a party. It's always Me, just, this it. Jew needs a stone to his skull. And then That's... after Farfour died, I guess they figured, hey, you know what? People still want to tune into the show. What are we going to do now? Do we resurrect them? And they instead, they replaced Farfour with a bee. A big, a big fucking bee that just—it's the same shtick. The bee just talks about killing Jews, but you know, Jews do hate bees. <laughs> Notoriously, <laughs> they hate honey. It makes perfect sense to me. Fuck, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, about the 2020 thing. No, the the only thing they do is somehow Turkey is the only nation that can save Earth from one of those solar flares that comes. I believe it. You know those. Solar storms that sometimes happen in the sun. 
Yeah, it sounds like a feature-length movie. It's a documentary by David Attenborough. I also want to remind you guys that on Far 4, they had a segment where they were doing the alphabet, and his very first one for the letter A, his choice of word was (laughs) (laughs) AK-47. And he mimed, like, holding a rifle and shooting it. It's amazing. (laughs) While singing a song like he's like, we need to crush our enemies. You think they were cracking up while they made that? Oh, God. Like, were they just laughing well, in, in the room while they were writing these, or were they, like, super serious? Like, oh, I, I, this no sounds idea. like serious. This sounds like a passion project. Yeah. Some of those, those writers uh, who got Palesti- murdered. You gotta tune into Palestinian TV shows, okay? Do you know the one where they... This is a Palestinian... I don't know. If, it's either Palestinian or Iranian. I'm not sure. Whichever one of these memory TV channels it is. A woman and a guy, she's interviewing a guy, and as a gag, this is a prank on TV, she tells him that she's Jewish. Just as a joke. He just starts beating the shit out of her. <laughs> and the oh camera God. crew has to step in and be like, dude, you were just kidding. She's not really Jewish. <laughs> and he helps my, her up. Uh, hmm? One of my uh, one of my favorite things, like I don't I don't go down meme holes often, but one that I always love perusing <laughs> is uh screenshots from Middle Eastern news shows. Oh yeah. Where where they always get so angry. They're all, like some guy like brings up a civil discussion, like, how do we deal with uh the tax tariffs on this new policy with this trade coming in, and some dude in full religious gear just stands up screaming. He's like, it goes against God, and I will beat anyone who disagrees. And he starts, like, taking <laughs> off his shoes to start attacking people and shit. I think that shit's so entertaining. That's fucking great. Those guys just need okay. to listen to Weezer. They'll chill the fuck out. Can we get them we Weezer? we to steer away from, from far four, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Why what don't we go shit? down... What is this yeah, bullshit let's... that we're fucking throwing at them here? Yeah, let's uh, let's go here. down a let's go down a more uh, civil path. How about Salvia? Uh, big money Salvia. What do you think about Salvia? Oh, let's you know what? If they smoke shop. Salvia, if I bet you, if the people fighting each other that we were just talking about all smoke Salvia, they would still be fighting each other. They would just be a lot more confused while they do it. They their their bullets <laughs> really would change nothing. Straight. Their aim Salvia... would be perfect after that. <laughs> oh, that would be a. <laughs> They'd be shooting at the sky was, because they see stuff there. So, what um, was what kind stars. of drug was salvia? What was it similar to? Uh, Wasn't it synthesized weed or something? No, yeah, salvia. I don't remember when from, people called out uh, what's her face, the Disney, the Disney girl, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, Hannah no, Montana, no, no. Hannah Montana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who played? Oh wait, what? I was joking. Again? No, it's her. Uh, Miley. Oh, Miley no, Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Uh, yeah. At some yeah, point, that, that, is her. Photos, that is um, Hannah Montana. Yeah. Yeah, Miley oh, okay. Cyrus. Photos of Miley her Cyrus, smoking yeah. salvia got out, and everybody was mad at her. This was way back when she was still working for Disney, and she had to ha- uphold her lovey-dovey image, and she didn't spread her vagina <laughs> for the cameras. And she was like, dude, it's just, just a gag. I wasn't really smoking anything. It was just tobacco. That was nice. I believe her. Well, at first people were like, it was weed, and she was like, nah, it was salvia. Bought from a gas station. <laughs> yeah, you remember it better than I do. It was like, well, in LA, they sold it at every gas station. I remember seeing it before and being like, what the fuck is this shit? They're like, oh, it's uh, we sell it as incense. But really, it's... The yeah, shit dude, it, it wasn't fucking Salvia, okay? It's Miley Cyrus millionaire teenage girl. Like, she's gonna yeah. fuck with second-grade Salvia from a drugstore. <laughs> that was prime weed. If you've ever seen it, but some managers yeah, told it should have you know been what? weed. If that was salvia, I'd be disappointed. I do just, so, so just what, know some manager just told her to just use that as an excuse. <laughs> some manager was like, what? "Hey, 
What is salvia, though? It's uh, it's in I I think it's in the sage family. Mm-hmm. So um, is it, it goes great on marinara it, sauce. Is it a drug? Is it a drug? Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. I I you swear I, I heard it was like synthesized weed. But I, I, no, it's just it's well, not. just like in gas stations, it's sold alongside that stuff. So mm-hmm. you could, uh, the synthesized weed, I think, is called spice, mm-hmm. and that shit is is actually chemical that will kill you that you should never smoke. I'd yeah. say the same they sell at a gas station. Yes. Yeah. And head shops. But they sold it as incense, and that's how they got around the rule. But um, oh, huh. shit, like, you can still buy it in some places. Spice. Spice is the dangerous one. Salvia, it's sort of like taking an anesthetic or, like, being put under for, a, for surgery. You just go out. But mm-hmm. you, oh, at great. the same time, you can open your eyes and be conscious. So it's sort of like a night terror. Have you guys ever had night terror? Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, uh, didn't some... I want to say it was Daniel Tosh on his show. Didn't some prolific comedian do a hit of Salvia and film it with an audience to like show what it did while it was still uh, like legal and unknown or something? I was on Tosh. Or am I just making that up? <laughs> did, did you do it? It sounds like you just hit some Salvia. I, well, just because I did doesn't mean I'm making this up. But I, I really want to believe like right when it was up and coming and it was like an internet meme. I, some comedian was like, yeah, I'm going to do Selvia now on my show and just like fucked around and filmed it or something. Mm, That's possible. Yeah. Daniel Tosh did do a Salvia thing where he smokes Salvia and tries to crack open these coconuts. And then I, I Maybe emailed his agent with a joke. Like I sent like a joke email to his agent where I was like, hey, uh, Daniel Tosh copied me. I didn't really think that he copied me, but I, I wrote this email nonetheless. And I was like, I challenge him to a duel. And it got to the producer of Tosh.0, and then oh, I got wow. a call a couple weeks later, and they're like, hey, you want to be on Tosh.0 and race Tommy Chong? And you smoke salvia Ooh. and he smokes weed? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. So we did it. Cool. So were you on Tosh.0? Yeah. Did you race awesome. Tommy Chong? I did. He won. Oh, also, he, he also force-fed me weed at one point. It was like one of the <laughs> highlights of my life, man. It was so cool. That is cool. So I'm, I, we did two takes, and between like the first one, it's a tire drill. So we're like, you know, they set, set a bunch of fucking tires and shit up. And you got to run through them. So I smoke the salvia. Tommy smokes the weed. I take off and immediately plummet. And uh, Tommy Chong just takes his time walking through them. He's like, you all right, man? <laughs> and I'm just, I'm fucking gone. And uh, he walks over. This never made it into the actual thing because I think they just cut to the second take. But he walks over to me. And he's like, you're smoke some, dude. I'm like, no, no more salvia. Like, it's not salvia, it's weed. He has a necklace that is a pipe that's always loaded. Like, did they realize getting fucking... three guys high didn't make for good TV? It that's pretty incredible. cool, though. That's an awesome story. That is Between, fucking great. Before we did the second take, I was just so fucked up still. Here's another thing about salvia, is that it lasts for about eight minutes, tops, but for... Good hour afterwards, you have this weird time compression, almost as like I'd compare Can it to when you're first waking yeah, up. Yeah, what, what 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 does that mean? You lose well, time, like when when you first wake up, you know, time moves a little bit differently. Like mm-hmm. you're still becoming conscious from whatever dream you were in. Because mm-hmm. in a dream, you could live like for a month, but it was really only eight hours. Mm-hmm. So you're waking up and you're like, oh fuck! All right, so well, time moves shit. slower. I I think maybe time moves slower. When I wake up, I might not be speaking for everybody, but I, I, I know mean, that like I can sit at the edge yeah. of my bed and just like sit there for a while. And it anyway, 
It fucks with time, dude. No, so I was thinking about that. What was it? Charlie and Judge Dredd. They had that oh. rock where it makes time yeah. slower. Yeah, that was, was Salvia. Like, oh, <laughs> it was not that's when you're on it. <laughs> it was not. No, they called it like slow mo. But that's kind of like such yeah. a shit because that's such a commitment to where I'm gonna sit down and I figure, hey, it's gonna be one minute in real time, but I'm gonna be feeling high for ten hours, and then what happens if you just misstep and you slip, and you know you're gonna crack your head open in t minus fifty nine seconds, but you're stuck there for fifty nine hours. And that thought, I would put my hands. Yeah, up. you know what else is a bad trip. When your pet mm. is gone, and you have no idea oh, where they went. They ran no! away. They got out. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they met someone new. Maybe they ate a little it's, bit of salvia. Decided yeah, to go go on a walk. They 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 <laughs> went to walk themselves. That's yeah. what salvia does. So you can spend your time if you want worrying about your animal. You know where they go, when, if they're safe, this and that. Or you could get them a whistle. That's right, whistle. <laughs> is a device that attaches to your pet's collar and allows you to track their location and activity from your phone. You can also plug it in with activity goals based on your pet's age, breed, weight, other information to help monitor their daily activity and rest. Ethnicity. Whatever you think is pertinent, salvia intake, sure. Charlie, I know for a fact that you own a whistle. Why don't you tell us about it? Yes, it's just super convenient for Tetra. It monitors their activity, which is nice for her because she's always active, and it's nice to see just how much activity she got. And if she did ever run away, which she doesn't, which she never would, because she respects me, and uh, she would never disrespect me like that. I'd be able to find her if she did. If someone stole her from me, I'd be able to track them down and go full fucking Liam Neeson on them and get my dog back because I know exactly where they are at all times. Thanks. It's just like pe- it's peace of mind, really. You don't exactly. ever want to lose your pet. Yeah. So exactly. And you can have all this when you need it for $25 off of the normal price if you use the code OFFICIAL. Go to Whistle.com. Whistle is the smarter way to care for your best friend. Eric, would you put a whistle on yourself so you could never get lost? Yeah, well, you know, I actually have a story about Whistle. Oh! <laughs> see, go right ahead. Did it start in Turkey? No, it does, yeah. Well, you see, every time I visit Turkey, I like to fire my AK-47 just straight up in the air. As you learn from the alphabet, right? Exactly. But what I do is I put a little whistle in each of the bullets, so I know exactly where they're going to come down. So you can collect them. So you have the world's most most expensive tracer rounds possible. Well, you know, you got to do it safe. That's that's what this is all about. So I, I go find out where they're going to land, and then I put traffic cones there so it won't hit anyone. <laughs> you're a, you're a saint. Yeah, what a hero. Nobody walks over traffic cones. Everybody walks around those fucking things. It's not worth oh, the effort. Oh god. So that's, that's how amazing. I save lives. I mean, shooting at them, putting to jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to take you're, any lives with you're, this. You're like, like the guy who lights his house on fire and then says, "Well, I had a nice escape plan. I saved lives." What's wrong <laughs> yeah. with that? Nothing, I guess. Now I make money. (laughs) But Eric, speaking of, Charlie mentioned Liam Neeson. On this podcast, we like being positive, and I have a thing about that. So we're going to do a round, and we're all going to mention one thing that we like. Oh, I've been waiting for this. I'm I'm excited. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, I got a shit ton, too. So Jack order? Sure. Or or Jack E order with Eric. All right, so E-Jack, then. E-Jack. Eject. Eject us. Eject us into the positivity corner, Eric. What's something um, you've done lately that you've enjoyed or liked or want to talk about? Oh, that I've liked? Oh. Or watched or played. 
anything, Ooh. something that made you happy that you want to share. Oh, you with know her. what? Yeah, you I only get one. A... Oh, really? We're not going yeah. around in a circle? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. What did I do? Um, I recently started playing Dark Souls Three. Does that count? Sure. Yeah. If you have, a great time. if you liked it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really yeah. It's it's yeah. to to give you context. It's because we got a lot of complaints that we were too negative. So now we're trying oh. to have a little segment where we're like, hey, we like things too. Yeah, yeah, that's why you. this episode has mainly been positive about Turkey yeah. and such. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, guys? I, I, I don't think I would echo that complaint with everything that I've heard. I think that oh. maybe you guys have taken that to heart. You might have to phase this part out soon enough, because no. then it'll be too positive. No, I enjoy it. <laughs> you have to start back. saying yeah. negative things. Right. Yeah, oh, like, God forbid. Like a little chunk. There's, there's just nothing that we don't like, honestly. Yeah. Really? Things that are positive. Sorry, your yeah. answer was uh, Dark Souls 3. Your answer is Dark that, Souls 3. Yeah, you know, I, I don't feel like I have to lift things up too much here. I feel like right, the needle's steady. Jackson, your turn then. Um, I recently rewatched Your Name, which is a... Uh, what, what would you call it? I guess it's an anime movie, and it's a really beautiful movie. Really well animated, really cool story. Uh, so I would recommend that. I really like that. Is that the one where the girl and the boy keep waking up in each other's bodies? Yes, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah that, that was a good one. Wait, I want to change my answer. <laughs> Too late. Too late. So did you only get one, Eric? No, the tick. You have to live with that now. The tick on Amazon. Oh, <laughs> oh, is that out? Yeah. Or is that or is that the old show with Patrick Warburton? No, it's the new one with Steven Serafanowell. Whatever oh, his fucking last name check is. Check that out. I love. Is it any good? Great. He's a really good tick, and it's. Uh, huh. I think it's still being written by the original tick creator. Does he does he hold up to Patrick Warburton though? Because I think Warburton was just the yeah. perfect choice for the tick. He does. It, it might take you like an episode and a half to get used to it, mm-hmm. especially if you still hold a candle for the Warburton version. But mm-hmm. I'm coming from the cartoon. I never watched the right, Warburton, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy is is so close to the cartoon in the way that he like he's got the voice down, he's got the mannerisms down, that kind of dumb puppy dog stare. It's just mm-hmm. it's all there. It's great. All right, fuck you, Dark Souls three. <laughs> yeah, I guess he wasn't good enough to like hold that one down. <laughs> we'll, we'll get a new one from Eric in about. Yeah, fuck Dark Souls. I haven't gotten that good at it. <laughs> Andrew, go. Well, I went on a trip to the northern United States for about a week, and there's a lot of things I could pick from that, but I'm gonna go a bit subversive. I saved playing my Switch at all. In, in its entirety, never even touched it until the flights that I took. It was like six, seven hours total on a plane. I got to tell you, in that experience, I have discovered that Super Mario Odyssey is one of the best games I have ever played in my life. How did you How yeah. did you not know that already? Because I, I read reviews. They said they were great. And I was like, oh, it's probably just a good Mario game. And then when I finally played it myself, yeah. holy fuck, it is, it is just way it's- too good. Yeah. Just 110% pure it, fun. It literally, no matter what, it has not even come close to losing steam. There is so much to do. The level design is fantastic. Everything about it is just so good. Fucking love so it. So vibrant. Gotta it's play it. so just, it's it's like a flawless platformer to me so far. You've got to play I, it with a slight buzz. It's even better. Oh, I'm, I'm fucking Way ready. better. Way better than uh, Breath of the Wild as well, I think. I think yeah. that's definitely I have the that best too. game on the platform. I, I wanted to save that till I beat Odyssey, because I think Breath of the Wild, I would also play at home, since it's, I think, a lot longer. But How long have you had the Switch? I've had it since, like, March. <laughs> and you haven't played the two biggest games nope. on it? Like, I, I intentionally only games on it. saved it. I said, I'm not going to touch this thing until I have, like, 
three hours or more where I have nothing to do. And being on those planes, I had nothing to do. And I went, okay, this is where we start. I wanted to get the full, fresh, like, sit-down experience with it. On the plane, nice. Man, Odyssey, though, is just... I, 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 I would say that Odyssey is a fucking system seller. It's just so much fun to play. Oh, yeah. That's the, that is the only reason I don't regret buying the Switch, basically. Oh, it's so, so goddamn good. Charlie, your turn. On it. Uh, I recently went on a 51-hour road trip to the northern United States. There's nothing about the road trip I enjoyed, but uh, I was listening to Halo lore to keep myself awake for some of it. <laughs> really? Very, yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge Halo fan. I remember when you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, to, uh, to keep myself awake through some of like the more trying times of the road trip, I would throw on like lore for shit I didn't give a fuck about, like Kingdom Hearts. I mean, just dumb shit Boring. like that. Just to get Halo something Halo is awesome. It's so deep. Yeah, th- and I didn't know that. So I-, I was learning a lot about Bungie's history and <clears throat> the Halo universe. It'll never benefit me. I don't think anyone gives a fuck about it anymore, but it was interesting to listen to, and I liked it. That's why I hated Halo 4 and 5. They shit on the lore. <laughs> yeah, actually, I couldn't find a single lore breakdown for Halo 4 and 5, which probably speaks volumes to how much people enjoyed the stories of them. Didn't they just completely yeah. ignore the previous stories for 4 and 5? No, not, not a, really. Not, not really. Uh, they just did a really poor job at adapting it. Uh, the horror. Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so my streak of... If you guys have listened to the bonus episodes we do on Patreon, I talked about how much I've been loving Anthony Hopkins in Westworld. And I recommended the movie The Remains of the Day. And this week I'm back with another one of his movies, and it's called The Edge. And I remembered it because Charlie brought up Liam Neeson. The Edge is basically the original The Grey. You guys remember The Grey, where Liam Neeson crashes into the wilderness and he has to fight wolves? Yeah. yeah. And it was a shit movie. The Edge is the basically the original. It's I don't know if they stole it. I don't know if they thought they should do a reboot or something. It's basically Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin, I think they crash into the wilderness and they have to fight against this bear with a grudge. And it's a great movie, great acting. It's just fun all around. Cool watch. So, I, I have another Anthony Hopkins movie too, but I'll, I'll save that one for next week, which I loved even more. This is your Anthony Hopkins corner. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, I, just, I just, <laughs> just going through his filmography. Yeah, yeah, I, just I, just IMDb. I went on IMDb and basically looked up all of his movies that had good ratings, anything above a five, and I've downloaded them. I'm, I'm just going through them all, and they're, they're just so fucking good. I've done that too. He's a great actor. Sometimes I just get obsessed with an actor and want to watch all of his movies. You know, like, before him, I did Al Pacino because he's just fun to watch in every role. Eric, who's an actor who, like, pulls you into... <laughs> yeah, like, like oh. what's a... Where even if the movie's shit or you're not that interested, you might be like, ooh, this guy's in it, and that makes you watch it. I think Tom Hardy usually gets that. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. He's always in really good movies, really good so that's kind yeah. of a cheat answer. Yeah. But yeah, like that's a really. If good I went back and though. watched his old ones. He's uh, yeah, he's really versatile. A lot of people don't see him as very diverse in his roles, but he plays really different different people a lot of the time. And he he always kind of does a level of the same thing every mm-hmm. time, but it's like good. You're like, yeah, he's yeah. doing the thing. If he didn't do that thing, time, <laughs> you'd be like, this guy sucks. Like his characters yeah. are always tough guys, but they're tough guys in different ways. You know what I mean? Have you seen like, those I mean, I mean him grunting? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, with Bane, he's, like, a big, maniacal mastermind, but then compared to Mad Max, he's, like, a 
hardened, depressed survivor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And then compare <laughs> that to, uh, oh, I forgot the character's name, but the guy in, uh, what was the movie where Leonardo DiCaprio was attacked by the bear? Inception. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes, the, it was Revenant. Inception. The Revenant. The he's Revenant. in Inception, too. Yeah, Re- well, he is. Revenant, but, yeah. but I remember in, in uh, The Revenant where he's like, he's just this grizzled, like, no-nonsense kind of whatever fuck it guy. Like, he's he's always a tough boy guy or a real kind of asshole dude, but he, he does guy. it differently each time, and I really appreciate that about him. Yeah. Like, what's the, what's the uh, most soy boy he's ever been in a movie? Like what's the weakest, uh, he's most probably, he's, been, he's been in a romance, surely. Oh, for sure. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, he's yeah. Oh, probably plenty Venom. of roles where he's been Venom. soft and skinny before he got buffed up. Venom, probably Venom. Are you high? Because <laughs> that movie looks. There like might shit. be. Yeah, there, there might How be. How's that soy boy? He literally turns into alien, <laughs> ripping people in two. I'm just making fun of how the new Venom oh, looks. Intro. Well, you know the symbiote. He, he was in that romance movie where where they're two spies and they're trying to win over a, a, a girl. Oh it's yeah, with Chris Pine. Yeah, him. He was pretty soy in that. No idea. Never heard of it. It sounds like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Maybe Soy Boy is yeah, not the beta. not the descriptive. It's like okay, he was in the most beta that he's ever been. He was in Sweeney well, Todd. Yeah, does does being boy. in a musical automatically make him a soy boy? Nah. Okay. Yeah, that's all about cutting people's throats and turning them into pies, though. That's pretty alpha. I guess. Yeah, kind of. He wasn't Sweeney but Todd. He was Johnny Depp. Does it? Please come on the show, Tom Hardy. <laughs> Next week. Yeah, I'm sure Tom Hardy's agent can't wait to reach out to us to get him on. <laughs> oh God. Only if you, you know, know we always we always make those jokes, but I'm just like trying to picture in all of Hollywood. There's got to be some dude. Some agent, I don't know, maybe he's high and listening to the show and a fan. <laughs> maybe maybe he's really in a bad place and is just kind of digging through some channels. But uh, let, let, let's say, like, fucking Keanu Reeves' agent is just sitting chain-smoking uh-huh. in his apartment. He's like, I gotta get him on this fucking podcast, but I don't know how. <laughs> just, uh-huh. There's gotta be oh, one, yeah. you know? Well, hit up me at Commentikit on Twitter. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be the hey, go-between. He'll... By the way, I do yeah. have a finder's fee. Yeah, just make sure you get in contact with Eric. He's the uh, talent manager for the podcast. Yeah, I handle these boys. Hollywood needs. He started all this. Been here since day one. Yeah. Before I forget to ask this question, though, Eric, this one's more back on the the topic of the content you create. Has there ever been a topic you've wanted to cover, but you couldn't think of any like great comments to make about it? You know, you're really you're jingling the keys in the corner of my <laughs> mind, and I know I have an answer. Um, there's been, the one thing that I've always had a big a lot of trouble uh, trying to figure out how to film would be like a cooking video. Because I love to cook. Mm. I always wanted to do a cooking video. And anytime I wrote anything for it, it would be too much of me trying to cook good. You're like, why am I showing off? <laughs> you just want to brag. I just want to brag. <laughs> You're like, why am I doing this? What's the, what is the reason for this video? Are people going to watch this and go, why is he bragging about cooking? <laughs> this is so you, are, you, are you a good cook in real life? I, I love. I don't know if I'm a good cook, but I love to cook. Cooking is something I think makes to brag my food about. Taste good. I think you ever think you okay. uh, you put passion in it? I do. You, know, you think maybe but, you could do a, a spinoff where it's just like, hey, I'm doing a cooking show. That's it. <laughs> I thought about it. I, I filmed a thing with my buddy, uh, my friend Jamie, who filmed the Salvia videos. Shouts to Jamie. Jamie Oliver. Uh, no, <laughs> different, different Jamie. Close. Mm. Who the fuck is Jamie Oliver? Is he a cooking guy? Yeah, he's a chef. He's oh, a okay. yeah. He's a famous. He cooks up drama. Oh. No, my 
my buddy Jamie is just the, he's the best cook I know, which I cannot, you know, it helps me find mm-hmm. my balance knowing that someone that I know is that much better at it than me. And he would cook, and then I would ask him questions from Yahoo Answers about sex, and he would have to answer them while cooking. Huh. And we filmed this thing. I, you know, it was just like a, a concept that we wanted to see if it would work. We filmed for like six hours in my kitchen. We were both sweating profusely. We had a couple other friends with like a lighting <laughs> set up. They were filming it. Aww. I got this footage, and I was watching it. I was like, oh, fuck. We didn't prep this. This looks like a gay porn. <laughs> yeah, that's the weirdest part, is that we started banging. Right at the end. <laughs> when did, yeah, when then we, we forgot about the cooking show at all. And Who knew Yahoo? Yeah, we had something so better sexy. here. I was going to ask, did so, it taste good? And now you're going to take it the wrong way. <laughs> So that's a that's a good follow up question. Are you kind of afraid to branch out from what you normally do? No, are you this. Gay? Yeah. Also, yeah. are you gay? <laughs> answer them both simultaneously. Was yeah, it Betty White? Eric, everyone, answer this one, two, three gay. questions. Did you have a slavery themed wedding too, like she did? <laughs> no, we we just fired uh, the the second. Or we fired the Declaration <laughs> of Independence out of AK forty seven. What does that have to do with you being gay? <laughs> yeah, where's the N word? That answers all three of the questions, Andrew. <laughs> what was the first one? Oh, spinoffs. Well, the the comment etiquette thing was a spinoff on the. That was just the side thing I did on the Let's Go to Class channel. That the more I did it, the more I was like, oh, this is fun. I I think that this one can keep going. And then eventually, I was just like, all right, this needs its own channel so I can brand it. And uh, that's mm-hmm. what brings me here today. I think if I was still just doing dumb sketches on. Let's go to class. I don't know if I would have found you boys would have found your way to me. Well, I mean, you're our talent manager. I'm sure we would have still had some connection there. Yeah, but I would have been yeah. a faceless entity. That's true. Yeah, like an possible to hide. Mm-hmm. I would love to do another spinoff. What What do you think a good spinoff for internet comment like like robot? I have a little robot mascot in my show that I do real life comment etiquette, where you go to like town hall meetings and scream horrible shit. Ooh. Oh, God, it just sounds like an IRL me- IRL streamer. Fuck that. Yeah, it does. Well, not if it's like a town hall, like a, a town meeting or something. That's what they're there like for. Like C-SPAN. $8 TTS. Yeah, but if you like live stream it like a douchebag with a body cam. I, 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 you know, I've got an actual answer for you, Eric. This is an idea I've been cooking up, but I have no way of doing it because I'm not someone that well, can be really careful. go out and film something. I like I to write those down and save them for later. I don't want you to okay. give away the honey too quickly. Speaking of funny, guys, if you use the coop, wait, can I cut to commercials? <laughs> oh, do it, yes. please. By all, By all means. Am I allowed to do that? Absolutely. You can if you want. Yeah, you're going off nah, script. If I, if, like I, if I do that, I'll get you guys fucking kicked out from sponsorship. No, you're <laughs> fine. Please. They did it too yeah. many times. You got you to know from honey. They're like, hey, uh, we really like the first one, but what was up with that second one? Who the fuck was that guy? Who was that guy? How does he know our copy so well? <laughs> What's his email? <laughs> So check this, Eric. I had this idea, and it kind of branches out into like five sub-ideas. One of them I might do eventually. I doubt it, though, because I, like I said, I don't really like to film out in public. I get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, you know, I would go undercover as an interviewer. I'm not an interviewer, but that would be between us and the audience. So I'd go undercover as an interviewer, and I'd try to catch pedophiles. <laughs> so the, the way I would do this is I'd carry around a wallet full of my own elementary school pictures. Uh-huh. And I would hand them those pictures, and I'd look at their reactions. If they seemed excited by those pictures, I'd know we had one. What and if I had they were a lot just of a other childhood friend? Picture. What do you mean? Like, if they, they recognize you from kindergarten. They, they look at it, they're like, oh, fuck. Because I'd be undercover. 
I'd be oh, undercover, yeah, yeah. Eric. He'd be wearing a mustache. Yeah, I'd be wearing just, a disguise. Well, well I, they'd recognize, they wouldn't that, recognize you in real life. They'd recognize your, your kid photo. Let's just yeah, let's just be you being a See, creep photo going a around kid, showing like, photos of I yourself in diapers and naked. Like, well, here here's the twist, Kai. I'm not actually going to catch a pedophile. I doubt. I doubt oh. anyone would look at one of those and get overwhelmingly excited. Right. You uh, don't it's know just, that. It's a it's a concept. Yeah, yeah. An you, undercover interviewer trying to catch pedophiles. You know how to get them for sure. There's though? so many sick people out there. That somebody would lick their lips and be like, "Yeah, do you have any of you in the pool?" <laughs> well, well, then then I'd. Then I'd be an actual hero. I, I would have helped. I would have helped yeah. in that situation. It's a win-win. I, I got an idea. You wouldn't know what to do if you found a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, I'd cry. <laughs> I could just give one note. I got one note for you. <laughs> Take it. Um, uh, what's the note? What's the director's it, commentary? If you definitely want to make sure that you're catching these guys like the right way, so you know what to do with them. Instead of handing them like you know just some fucking bullshit photo of you as a kid, hand them child porn. Oh, yeah, they're brilliant. <laughs> Like, hey, what do you yeah, think of this, buddy? And call it, them over to my laptop. And if they go, oh, oh, oh I like this. Child. Yeah, what? what is this? this do you is, like this? Ooh, hey. Yeah. Charlie I and I know this as the colossalist crazy method. Where you send somebody <laughs> just minor porn and then you, you supposedly report them to the police or something. Just fucking, yeah, like, hot potato it. Child porn! <laughs> he's, right. he, he's did it! It's him! All I'm saying is you, a- you roll a camera on that, you're going to get some good footage. Yeah, I, you see, you see the beauty of it. Maybe you can do something. I do. Like that, I do. I, I think there's something there. Yeah. I think that. I was also debating on like. I think it's going to probably be my. We should do like an America 2071, and that that's just all it is. Maybe you could do something with Turkish propaganda. Well, we'd be the oh, yeah. anti-Turkey propaganda, where the two robot mechs fight, and like it's left up. To I don't a know if you want to go anti-Turkey. No, no, no. Yeah, not, it's not anti-Turkey. Anti. It's just like you know. No, no, no. It's like two sides That's of a, a dangerous point. road you're going down. And then on Twitter, you do a mm-hmm. poll Isn't... to see who wins the fight, and then you generate it. That that way, it's fair. It's... Yeah. The question, the new question before we end this episode is, I guess we'll go to the staple question. Do you have any interesting masturbatory tales? Any masturbation stuff that you've done in the past that that's just uh, worth mentioning? Well, I mean, uh, there's definitely my my torsion, my torsion, oh, which makes it oh. to masturbate. Oh, you have testicular torsion? Yeah. You guys know what that is? Yeah, of course I know what that is. I watched yeah. the Venture Brothers. They have that in Turkey? Well, no, I I knew it from just, like, I'm a hypochondriac. I know it from just everything. Like, is, a, that when, is that when your nutsack twists? Yeah. yeah, one of my one of my balls is a little surface oh. laid down. Oh, God, that's one of my biggest oh, fears. That. Every time my balls are slightly misaligned, I, like, carefully put them back because I'm so afraid of that shit. Well, I have to go down oh. and fix it myself. Oh, wait. So like it doesn't happen you're, often. You're saying it as if you like. Oh, okay. You're yeah. saying it like you're constantly afflicted by it, like you're, you're in a perpetual state of no. testicular torsion. Oh. It, can, it can be you afflicted have a on me by like you know oh. a certain way I'm sitting or like you know because it's your balls just What's like. What's the pain like? Um, it feels it feels like there's a kink in the hose because that's exactly what's happening. You can like uh. like before you go to fix it, you can kind of feel the the constriction a little bit. Like you can see where it's Ooh. all getting plugged up and How then dangerous you, is ball, that? And you just kind of topic. very gingerly move it to see which way it's got to go and then it just kind of flops oh. everything goes free uh, and it's like when you up. stand up when your legs falling asleep and it just sort of everything goes oh. where it should be oh i hate this topic how serious the best is part that? is that it wakes me up can't like that, that so lead to, to your ball sack rotting and falling off if you leave it like you that can die if i have testicular torsion yeah. if it uh, if it 
bust your testicle. Like if it if it goes yeah. on too long and you don't fix it, right. you can actually die from it. I, I, well, that's a better I'm never gonna let that happen. Uh. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna be on top of that. But uh, I, I went to a doctor. I'd rather a long die time ago. than have my ball fall off. The surgery oh, to fix God. it is in, is like barbaric. Uh, Mind you, this was a long time ago. Uh, they they put two weighted ball bearings on your Ooh. balls, and they fucking stitch them up your cords of your balls so that they're always weighted oh. down. And I asked the doctor, I was like, what happens if it happens after that? What, like, what if it happens again? And he was Is like, oh, you got to come in immediately. I was like, and I, I, my dad was in the room He's... with me, and I turned to my dad because, you know, I was pretty young. I wanted his advice. I was like, "If you tell me to do this, I'll do it." He's like, "Dude, that this is up to you, man." The first, Wait, what do you mean they the stitch ball bearings? Is this is this surgery? They're like like what you put on the end of a fishing hook to make it sink down into the water. Would be a pretty close. That, that uh, doesn't answer. That they, is this superficial? Is, do they just hang weights from your balls? because no, I do yeah, that they, all the time. I'm not a doctor. They use gravity. They just weight it down. Okay. So your balls suddenly become heavier. I, I can't fuck. Oh, with that. okay. So, th- so it's not like an actual like they don't need to make like an incision and RoboCop your cords or anything. No, I think they do because there's there was also something going up the cords to like hang oh, them there. Jesus. Like they weren't just hanging on your balls, weighing them down. They were hanging from further up your body, connected to your balls. So I said I said wild. no to that. So how did this happen? Because testicular torsion isn't exactly something you're born with, uh, and I didn't even know it was something that could be like a constant yeah. fear. I thought it was something that only came about after an accident. I was like a sophomore. Oh, man, hey, I don't know, man. We used to always ball tap each other in high school, so could have been part of that. <laughs> you brought it's it constant on ball tapping. Yeah, I got some people real good. They didn't get torsion though, so I feel like I let's say so you, you better. You came out on top. I did not. I came. We I did. lost. Could, I'm the, yeah, I'm yeah. The, the worst <laughs> way anyone could lose. Ball ballet going on. Ooh. Um, Ooh, yeah, yeah, it was in high school. It just happened because of a bumpy bus ride one day, and <laughs> it's the kind of thing that happens where like I didn't know what the fuck that was. There's no way it, my brain just honed in and was like, "Hey, your ball is needs help." It, I thought it was like my appendix, and then I thought maybe I just had to poop really bad. And then all these things, it was just a great pain traveling up through my body. And uh, eventually, I went to the bathroom, and I felt my ball, and it was like three times the size it should have been. I was like, well, that's Ooh. not good. Yeah. I twisted around a little bit, and it just kind of fell down like, uh, you know, like how Thor falls down in those chains at the beginning of that Ragnarok movie? <laughs> like that. Nice. I love that analogy. That's how that's what it felt like. I remember when I saw that in the theaters, I was like, yeah, that's my ball does, dude. <laughs> well, this Holy is not the happy story we expected. Yeah, Jesus, I hate. Well, I, I walked out of that nurse's room fucking clapping because I had figured <laughs> it out. I was like, I'm a fucking genius, and because you're American. Yeah, that too. I started shooting my <laughs> M14 in the air. This is back in the day when you could do that. <laughs> so hold, be, before we wrap, now now I'm fucking captivated in your nutsacks horror stories. It's I know tales. it's a very charismatic nutsack. Yeah, he's so got stories. You. Well. So you can't? Can you genuinely not masturbate? Or are we just kidding about that? Or are you are you like afraid? Can, can oh you no! Have se- what what can you do with that nutsack? Everything. Yeah, does, <laughs> what does your change anything? Do? I'm I'm fully. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I got like some like in, insane scarring on the inside somewhere, but I don't see that shit. Ugh. Everything works just fine. Okay. Except I pee out my ass. So they had, what, to, what, they had to reroute that. <laughs> we can move on. What would happen if? 
like uh, you torsioned your testicles, like you had it all plugged up, and then you came. What would happen? Oh, uh, complete oh, no. eruption. You know that might that might be like when you got your glasses up on your them? eyebrows, and then you move your eyebrow and it like falls down. It might like like the force of ejaculating might set everything in place. It just all goes right. <laughs> Blows it apart. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's the coolest way to do it. Shoot up into your bladder. That's oh how I like God. to fix it. I get style points. I hate... Oh. <laughs> Fucking shotgun blast your nuts yeah. back into place. <laughs> Trying to make it as cute as possible. Uh, you you just blow really hard with your nose plugged and the air pressure just zips them out. Yeah, they, oh, it could be like America's Got Talent <laughs> trick, like you torsion yourself and then you like fix it in a bunch of different ways. Just close it in a door. Oh. There you go. <laughs> oh, it's fucking yucky, that's man. That's terrible. I hate but My that. condolences to your, your nuts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why I don't take public up. transit anymore. <laughs> Too much risk. All right, on that note, we can uh, we can now wrap this up. I think that's a good note yeah, to end on. A happy, a happy note to end on. Um, Eric, do you want to shout out your stuff? Plug, plug your channel and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, internet comment etiquette. Uh, if you type in internet, it autofills to comment etiquette. It's the third one down. I don't want to boast Ooh. too much. Um, let's make it the second one down. And uh, thank you guys for having me. Well, thank you yeah, for, coming for coming on. on, for coming on. Yeah. All right, we Super will. Nice uh, we will see you next week. For those of you who are listening, and more importantly, for those of you who are watching technically on YouTube, please consider listening to this podcast on an audio platform such as Spotify or iTunes. It helps us out immensely. And we thank you for watching and patroning us in any way you can. And we will see you next week. Watch it everywhere. Patreon.com slash the official podcast. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Bye. Goodbye. See you next week. Bye.